Welcome everyone to the latest episode of the Here's Johnny podcast. I am your host, Larry. And I am your other host, Justin. As you can tell by the title of the episode, we are doing a review of the film Werewolves Within. It is based on a video game. We're going to get into that also on the rundown. We're going to kind of catch up with what's been up with us. Um, but that's really going to be it's going to be kind of a tighter episode this week. Yeah. Uh, first, some show notes. We will be reviewing Dark Souls 3 next Wednesday. That is Wednesday, June 30th. Uh, if you've been in the chat, we would ask for you to send us an email. Let us know your thoughts. We had a lot of people hanging out, and obviously we do this as a Twitch thank you. So we have that. On the same note, I apologize to Justin profusely already, <laughs> but last that. night I was fighting <laughs> Sister Freed, and I was getting my ass beat, and it was just... It was bad, and I was like, like hot in the game, and then hot in real life. And Justin said, "I'm not going to fall to peer pressure. I'm going to beat this damn game and be done with it." But me, because I get goaded, as anybody who knows me know, I got goaded in trying the DLC and these extra secret hard bosses, and I've just been getting obliterated. <laughs> um, <laughs> so because of that, I I said I should have taken the easy way out and just beat the game like justin right is that what i said something like that right <laughs> um you said um i should have just gone and beaten the game and not put the work in like justin yeah something really <laughs> shitty like what i what i meant was i should have just beat the game and been done but what i said was incredibly <laughs> shitty so it was not what i meant justin is better at this game than me he just has self-control and a lot of work going on so it was very easy for him to not fall into the peer pressure of the dougs and the mats and the stevens oh doug matt and steven i you know what i i do miss doug being around he hasn't been there that much to make fun of us this time I, i've heard that work's been pretty busy for him. i think that's why he's been kind of gone but it is sad but I, I think that's all the notes I have. We are rapidly approaching the end of our Kaiju season. We have Dark Souls and then our season in review. Yep. Uh, the season in review is where we have, honestly, one of my top three favorite things on the podcast ever, which is Justin's uh, teaser trailer, is what I call it. <laughs> oh, we will... Uh, uh, we can talk about this after, but I will also, by the time we record next week, be able to show you, Larry, the artwork... I have been curious about it because for those who don't know, Justin's wife does it for us now and she's incredibly talented. If you don't believe me, look at the saw material, but I haven't wanted to pressure her because I know like, obviously if you're busy, that means she's busy because someone has to watch the kids. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, I didn't want to pressure her or anything. So but I have been, I'm very excited and like, I have yeah. the full season slated already, yes. including the Patreon stuff. And we're working on two things behind the scenes, which we'll talk about in three weeks from now so it's coming up and uh actually after this remind me there might be a third thing because Ooh, okay. of things that are coming up right now but so that's a lot of this cleanup notes um but most importantly justin i know you've been incredibly busy but i know yes. you've been up to at least something yeah because you beat dark souls 3 <laughs> yes yeah um so obviously i beat dark souls 3 which was uh ended in a night of uh it was a very frustrating night for me it was two of the hardest bosses i've come across in the was game, that when you had your sinus infection no that was like a week late after i got my sinus infection i took a week off of that game okay okay um but i basically came in to beat the last two bosses um 
the twin princes, uh, the twin princes, which kind of they gave me a little bit of trouble, specifically uh, in the second phase. Yeah, and I've uh, heard it's fast. The, yeah. Oh, yep. <laughs> um, and then the final boss, which is the boss that killed me the most this entire playthrough. Uh, oh, so no one kills you forty times? No, no, no like for it. And <laughs> no for it. Um, but other than that, um, I've been playing Ratchet and Clank. Uh, so time. jealous. Has it been fantastic? So it has been a bright spot in my horrible work week. So it's been good. Well, good. Um, I played and beat the Final Fantasy VII Remake DLC. Jealous. We discussed the spoilers off stream, but uh, did you like it? I say that if you have any interest in fi- in Final Fantasy at all, you need to play it. Um, cool. uh, Yuffie or Yuffie, however you want to say it, um, is a fantastic character to play as, and they're kind cool. of, without spoilers, they're setting up her being a main player instead of just kind of an additional character. Like well, she, she should be because her story is pretty important. I mean, obviously she's yes. like an optional character you can find, but her yeah. she is a very important character. And I, I would also take a quick second recommend, obviously Justin and I met through the Ultima Final Fantasy. They are no longer weekly, but I just, within the last month or two, went back and listened to their Final Fantasy VII Remake review. Yeah. It was really good, and it brought some stuff to my eyes that I didn't even think about, which I told you about. Like It went right over <laughs> yeah. my head and yeah. as soon as they discussed it. So I would, if you like it or if you want to hear a really good, in-depth, like four-hour review, I would highly recommend checking out their episode because I thought it was Definitely. one of their best to date. Um, I will say also, uh, without spoiling it, uh, it does set up part two. And I think it does a fantastic job of part of setting it up. And it, if anything, it just made me more excited for uh, remake part two when we get it in like ten or twelve years from now or whatever. Yeah, knowing the people behind the project, not even Square, just like the director. I won't say his name <laughs> yeah. in order to not curse it, but we'll probably get it by the time we're fifty. I would think. Um, uh, kind of keeping on the Final Fantasy track, I did play the Final Fantasy Origins demo. Jealous, the Stranger in so Paradise. jealous. It was okay. Um, it didn't look very good, and the voice acting is like bad. Um, Final Fantasy Ten bad. I would say like it's a very, trick question. Very dull. Okay, just At like least very. You can never say Final Fantasy Ten was dull. No, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is honestly, it's just like it's dull, and I personally don't like the like looks of the characters. Um, mm-hmm. I like how chaos. Well, obviously is. Um, uh, Garland, yeah, um, you do fight Garland in the demo. He is very hard. It's very Dark Soulsy. Uh, I don't know. It was it was fun. I hope it's an early development because I think it needs a lot to be. Fixed I bet it is. I be bet like, we get sixteen before we get that. I hope so because uh, I I actually just read the other day that sixteen was originally slated for this year, but behind closed doors, it has slipped into twenty twenty two. I want to say it's COVID, but I think we all know better. <laughs> Oh, I think they will say it. They're is, probably figuring but... out what parts they can cut out and sell it back to us later, like fifteen. <laughs> yeah, hey, the fifteen was originally also supposed to get a DLC that was about the car. So there's that. Jesus uh, um, other than that, let's see. Uh, Dark Souls three, Ratchet and Clank, Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy. No, other than that, I've been doing nothing. So what about yeah. you, Larry? What have you been up to? 
So I'll do the game stuff first. That's going to be the shortest okay. for me. Uh, I've been playing Dark Souls. Um, I beat Dragon Slayer Armor, so I have the princes and then whatever the final boss is. But I've also, like, I've been following this list, right? So I've been trying to kill other side bosses that are easier. Yeah. I think I have nine or eight bosses left, including the two that I have to beat to beat the game. Okay. Um, it's just very funny because sometimes I'll go into a boss and I'll do real good and like, oh, yeah, I'm the shit. And then I will go to Sister Freed or Nameless King, <laughs> and just get pummeled. Yeah. Just beat into the bloody ground. Just beat the absolute piss out of. And I think part of the problem is I don't like doing it on stream. I don't like people watching me suck. <laughs> it's like I want to punch like the wall, the fun, but no people are watching me, so I can't hit the wall because it's like they're watching me play. And But yeah, it, it will be beat um, for our review, which makes me happy. I've definitely had a easier time with this than i did with the first dark souls which makes me feel better i uh i meant to bring this up the other day Uh uh-huh i went through i was going through my old steam games okay and it turns out i have played dark souls 3 before really you forgot about it only in a few years and i have beaten it i'm looking at forget about that i don't know but I believe I did um, some of the DLC because it says I reached... I'm looking at my Steam achievements right now. Mm-hmm. I reached Arch Dragon's Peak. Uh, so that's not DLC. That's that. That's the secret boss. Nameless King is the oh, secret okay. boss. Okay. Well, then, fuck me, I guess. Uh, so the DLC is the Painted World and the Ring City. Oh, this is the achievement I wanted to tell you about. And I'll okay. send you a picture of it. I believe you. I trust you implicitly. What's up? Unlocked the 3rd of June, 2017. So on release. Sorry, two th- so 2018. Okay. So, so just before we started this podcast. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's Yeah, that's right. Defeat the Nameless King. You beat him on PC even. Apparently. How do you not remember that? I don't know. Here, I'm going to... You played too many games, friend. Yeah. Uh, not only that, that was actually the same... I must have played for hours this day, because that is the same day I beat the Consumed King and the Dragon Slayer armor. But, like, the crazy thing is, I don't fucking remember anything about this game. I didn't remember anything. And it was only three years ago. Wow. But, yeah, next Sorry. week, that's going to be a, a hell of a review, I think. Um, other games I've been playing Destiny Two. Obviously, I actually joined a new clan. That's right. I wasn't sure. Uh, how, how did everybody take that? Um, no one's really reached out to me. The people who I'm closest with, uh, shout out to my boy Kyber, my boy Switch. Um, they understood. Uh, the the group I joined, and thank you to Robo Road. If you don't already, you should go over to Twitch and watch him play. He does like low man raids like two or three man raids uh so that should tell you the group i'm joining is very good at pve like the rating and stuff right and that's what i love the most and they also push each other to be better by like taking on challenges and everything so with how much time i've been putting into destiny 2 because honestly it's without besides podcast stuff it's the only game i'm playing um i wanted to get into a little more sweaty community so i'm still over in the ace discord i still interact if they ever need somebody i'll join them but 
I wanted to kind of force myself to take on some tougher challenges. TV show-wise, I'm almost finished How I Met Your Mother. I'm on the last season right now. Um, oh, nice, 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 nice. Um, that's really been it on that. The book, I have three hours left of the Aragon book, and then I'm done with the franchise. Damn. Yeah, it's been a long journey on that one. Because usually somebody prefer to go to bed, so it's like a half an hour here, 45 minutes there, whatever. But I'm very close to being done with it. Not sure I'm going to start next for my nightly book, my bedtime story, if you will. Um, but yeah, some work stuff's been going on, but I don't want to talk about that yet because it's not like in ink, but a lot of positive work things are happening. Um, I might be going back to school, which makes me feel sick. Oh, oh yeah? I know we we have talked about it, but yeah, I, oh, wow. uh, it makes me feel very ill. Devin <laughs> thinks it's hilarious because I have harassed her about all the studying and stuff, how she has to study while I'm sitting there playing video games. It's going to be now the other way around now. Very real possibility that I'm going to have to study <laughs> and go, go back to my ways from the past eight years ago, but... That's 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 a problem to be addressed once I have to address it. Yeah. So we are reviewing Werewolves Within. Normally, this is where we would put our spoiler warning, but since this movie is not releasing until like to theaters until after we record this, yeah, to talk about and not to VOD for a few weeks. This is going to be a spoiler-free review in a much longer format than normal, how we normally do it. There will be no review scores and just a more casual, laid-back discussion. Yeah, I, I, I think that it will suit kind of how we're doing this a little bit better, and it'll make it so people can listen to it without having to see it. So, Totally agree. So don't fear spoilers. And Justin, go ahead and play that music. Little old lady got mutilated late last night Werewolves of London again Ah, werewolves of London Ah, I was telling Justin while we were, well, the song was playing, because uh, I didn't know he was going to use that. I think the very first time I heard that was in the community episode where Jeff Winger is playing pool. Okay, yeah, yeah. And they keep stripping down, you know, until like he was like the master pool player. And ever since then, I listen to that song all the like all the time, and it always makes me happy. It's such a good song. Well, it, we've kind of run into like a weird situation where like i couldn't find the soundtrack for this movie so i i just youtubed uh <laughs> werewolf song and that yeah. was the first one that came up so i was like all right cool i like this song yeah. so I, I will make a brief note obviously this isn't kaiju this would technically we were reviewing it properly this would be our first transformed man episode but yeah. obviously it's not going to be an official review like that um but I want to give all the props to Justin. I had never heard of it. And as soon as you mentioned you got it and like this week getting ready to watch it and everything, it's everywhere. It just premiered at a film Hell festival. Yeah. People are really hyped about it. So I want to give claps to you, sir, oh, because thank you, thank you. you took a, a shot in the dark, reached out to get it because you had played the game. And we got to watch this movie before 
even some of these snooty ass film critics. So bravo yeah. to you. <laughs> um, actually, it's kind of funny. I because the game is kind of like a Ubisoft um, made by one of the like the subsidiaries that Ubisoft owns. Uh, I reached out to our Ubisoft guy, and even he was like, uh, I'll, "I'll actually I'll quote him on this." Uh, he said. Okay. Uh, uh, as your request regarding well, werewolves within, I've made a request for information to the appropriate person for you. It's not something I usually handle. Uh, I don't know what limitations or requirements are mm-hmm. for it, but uh, I'll let you know. I'll let you know when I hear back from them. Um, other stuff, other stuff that whatever. Um, literally, like two days later, uh, the. Um, sorry, I had it up, but I happened to change pages. Give me two seconds. Okay. Um, of course, I happened to just close that. Of course. There you go, <laughs> Justin. Uh, uh, yeah, and then like two days later, uh, Taylor Mindra- Mindrano. Sorry if I'm not pronouncing that correctly. Uh, Taylor Mindrano emailed us and said, yeah, here. Uh, and yeah, we're, we're not allowed to talk about when the embargo was or anything like that, but yeah, yeah, of course we can talk about it now. So yeah. But yeah. Uh, I did uh, not I mean, know it was a horror comedy. I did not know it was live action. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like a final <laughs> fantasy resident evil kind of CG movie. And it was not that. So I think the best way to go about it is why don't you okay. tell us, a little bit about the game or your memory of the game and we can kind of talk about this so, so the way the best way i think to explain werewolves within is it's basically like a uh vr because it is a vr only game uh, it's like a vr secret hitler but the hitler is a werewolf um it's kind of set in like a medieval fantasy town um, so and- is it like like a walking dead kind of thing like a like a point and click and talk and investigate and like it is literally like it, it, it it's been a long time <laughs> um but uh I, I believe it's like you are just sitting in a room with other characters from the town cool. and you're like talking to each other basically because this movie is oh it has nothing to do with the game really <laughs> yeah but like the, the, the movie is fun because what it is it's like these two kind of outsiders are forced into this town right yeah and people are starting to disappear they don't know why um well here if you want actually I oh, can, that's right uh, you said you had their press release go ahead and use that yes i had the press release for this movie <laughs> i closed it when i went to open up the other thing oh no justin <laughs> i know it's 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 been a day um here, give me one quick second just gotta scroll all the way to the bottom where the heck is it um there we go uh-huh okay got it so Yes, I have it. Is this where you uh, want to share that music? Because you were going to do a six-second summary. You can use that music here if you'd like. Yeah, sure. It's not going to take six seconds to read this. but sure. I didn't think it would. <laughs> um, but, oops, wrong button. Uh, just listen to it.
You're funny. You're funny. It's a whodunit movie, so I just looked up whodunit music. Um, after a proposed pipeline creates divisions within the small town of Beaverfield, and a snowstorm traps its residents together inside the local inn, newly arrived forest ranger Finn and postal worker Cecilia. I always get this wrong. Cecily? Cecily, I think, yes. Cecily? Cecily, Cecily yeah. Like that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, must try to keep the peace and undercover the truth behind a myster- mysterious creature that has begun terrorizing the community. Perfect. So, yeah, we won't do any spoilers. We'll talk about plot first, right? Um, I was not aware at all what I was walking into. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's a very tight 90-ish minute movie. Um with a really, really impressive cast. Uh, Cheyenne Jackson is in it, and I know him from uh, American Horror Story. Okay, So yeah, yeah, it was yeah. really, really cool to see him again. But the cast is just fantastic. It has the um, T-Mobile girl plays Cecily. What phone T-Mobile company is she? What, what, what phone company is she for? I don't know what you're talking about. So the main girl, the postmaster... Yeah. She's in a uh, bunch of phone commercials. Really? I didn't know that. Is that not a thing in Canada? Uh, maybe not. Yeah, her name is uh, Milana uh, Vaintrup. Milana Vaintrup. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, she is the AT&T commercial girl. Wait. What? <laughs> yeah, she's the AT&T commercial girl. I, oh, I wasn't crazy. No. Yes. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Here it is, 2013 to 2016. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. That's how I know her. That's why I, I, when I saw her, I was like, oh crap. But it has a lot of very recognizable actors. Even if you don't know their names, you've seen them other places. Um, I, I was most surprised to learn that uh, the guy who plays uh, uh, Guillermo is in here from What We Do in the Shadows. Uh, Harvey. Uh, Willen, I'm the TV show. Yes. Yeah. See, I've I have been slacking. Wait, you haven't watched? Oh my god, dude! If you know that, we've discussed it. We need to watch it because it is by far one of my favorite TV shows. Yeah, Um, that was probably one of the brightest spots for our uh, vampire season. Oh, absolutely. Uh, But But yeah, yeah, it's got like Sam Richardson in it, who plays Finn. Yep, he was a promising young woman. Yep. And uh, I know a lot of people care about Veep. I've never seen it, but apparently he's in Veep. Is he uh, really? We get like, uh, yeah, apparently. Uh, yes. And I, I actually, I wouldn't have known this seen. until uh, recently, but uh, Glenn Flesher is in it. Uh, he is, uh, if anybody's watched Barry, which is an amazing show, he's uh, Goran Oh, you just got Matt very happy. Yeah. And myself because I was <laughs> I fucking love that show. But yeah, no, it's got like an outstanding cast, mm-hmm. and like a lot of well, like you said, like recognizable faces. Cheyenne Jackson was what really made me happy because he was also in the recent Watchmen TV show, so did Justice for a little bit. Oh, I haven't watched that show yet. Oh, I, really? I'm not. A, yeah, I mean, it's good, but that's fine. So really? we won't dive yeah. into it. But yeah, so. The plot is very fun. It's just a unraveling murder mystery. Yes. Um, is it the best? No, but it's comical when it's doing itself 
well. Yeah, well, I think that's kind of the most important part about it is it doesn't take itself too seriously. It knows exactly what it's trying to do, which makes it for an enjoyable film. And and when it's at its best is those moments where it is like really kind of leaning into the fact that like we're here for fun. Yeah, because I will say that I walked in not really knowing what to expect, right? Yeah. Um, I thought it was decent. One of the things that I didn't hate, because I've seen movies do this really bad, but okay. this one didn't do a good, it was, was a, it was just like okay, is there was some attempts, I would say, at political commentary, especially for the American politic. Did you uh, catch yeah, up I... on that? No, like God, the no. oil gas line and stuff like that's something that i can relate to in my own hometown and just portrayals of like different cultures and different political persuasions and stuff like that um when that stuff's done badly or too ham-fisted i hate it because i prefer nuance this yeah. one because the movie is being tongue-in-cheek pretty much the whole time it isn't as bad but it's definitely if that kind of stuff annoys you it will it will annoy you here for sure i think yeah i i did find myself um normally i'm not like fan of the caricature acting in a movie yeah um, but i think that again because this movie didn't take itself super seriously i was able to kind of look past that because yes these are all like there are like kind of people you can like see yourself knowing, but if it's like amped up like a hundred and fifty percent kind I'm of thing, I'm surprised you like, liked it because I got a lot of birds vibes from some of the characters. Well, but see, but they were trying to play it serious, <laughs> and these this here is like okay. I mean, I'm I, obviously I'm not going to spoil anything, but yeah. like some of the stuff is like uh, okay, all right, like yes, okay. So you so you know what I was saying then too that you can kind of understand yeah. what I was talking about. Absolutely. Okay, so that's plot. So let's talk cinematography. For cinematography, the first point I want to have is I was surprised at times by the lack of gore. And then I was surprised by the (laughs) amount of gore. (laughs) Oh, yeah. There's... uh, I I wasn't sure how to to, uh, broach this topic, but yeah, there is a... Uh, there's a turn in the movie and oh boy yes it kind and, of ramps everything up yeah and there's a couple of sequences and it looks pretty good again obviously we watched a screener copy so that does kind of take some things into consideration it's not a blu-ray or it got a nice projector yeah. or anything um, yeah, i think we, we watched like it was like a 1080 version kind of thing yeah so, so it, it did look good and then so I don't want to. I don't. I'm gonna try to approach this, and you can cut this out. We can stop talking about it right away if you think it. Okay. One of the things when you have a werewolf property is the transformation, right? Okay, we can leave this in because I, I think it is important to talk about. Okay, so obviously I, I feel like we're on the same boat with how okay. we're gonna feel about it. Yeah, because there are some werewolf transformations that are just iconic. American Werewolf from London, um, Eli Ross show, Hemlock Grove on Netflix was one of the greatest werewolf transformations I've ever seen. Even more so than American Werewolf from London. Have you seen it? Is that the horny werewolf show? Yes, it's like it's like Twilight when everyone's on uh, ecstasy. Oh, okay. I haven't watched it, but I know Michelle used okay. to. <laughs> yeah, but the, the werewolf transformation in that is like 
shocking and it's a wall okay. and it's eli roth producing it so it's like in your face yeah but okay so we'll put that to the side there are also some from comedy movies that i think are pretty good and the one that always comes to mind for me is uh teen wolf with michael j fox okay we're like you could obviously still tell it's michael j fox but it's not meant to really make you think he transformed into anything it's supposed to look like michael j fox harry right you know what i mean yeah see because I, I i kind of agree because i for me though i i never know where this movie lands if it's supposed to be horror but it it really is a comedy it's uh, comedy with ever... like horror elements sprinkled on so have you ever seen monster squad no okay that is a movie we are gonna definitely have to watch um, okay it's it's hasn't aged well there's a lot of like problematic things in it but i loved it as a child um there is a werewolf in that and i think the transformation is done like for a kid's movie it is a kid's movie and it is done like horrifically well okay yeah and so that's kind of my problem here is the there is a transformation i'm not going to say at what point in the movie that it happens or whatever but it's done entirely off camera it no longer resembles the person portraying it, even though the person portraying it is still meant to embody it, like a Teen Wolf kind of situation, right? It's not like yeah. a Red Wolf where it's an entirely different beast. Um, I It really let me down. For how much I was enjoying the ride throughout, I really was kind of let down by that. I, I'm kind of glad that we're on the same page because I definitely feel the same way but mostly because like i feel once that transformation has happened and we see the werewolf mm-hmm. it comes across almost like non-threatening i mean obviously it is threatening well, like corny werewolf, like it, it like, just it just didn't yeah. fit for like because yeah. again there was some gore in this right and there was some pretty explicit gore and then it pulls this kind of Sorry, but like half-ass werewolf transformation, and I was just yeah. kind of bummed no, out by I, it. I, I agree. I agree one hundred percent. Especially when you have like the set pieces that happen in this movie are really well crafted and they're really, I mean, really well shot. And then you have this kind of thing that is supposed to be your main reveal. Reveal, yes. And it, like you mentioned, it kind of half happens off screen and then when you see it it's like it's it leaves a lot to be desired yeah i totally agree um so let's move on to audio i would say the acting across the board is really good because they're all (laughs) bought into yeah like you said there some people are playing caricatures but they're all bought into this idea of what they're playing so i do have a question um and and i'm gonna ask this and try to remain as spoiler free as possible i will help you do that by saying stop if you're getting too close to anything okay who is your who who was your favorite character if you had one interesting okay i liked him a lot i liked like his personality i liked his kind of character arc um i did like the the gay guy that cheyenne jackson played but he wasn't really on there enough 
to, yeah. you know what I mean? The uh, AT&T Guillermo, girl did a really good job. Uh, Guillermo was uh, Cheyenne Jackson's boyfriend. Okay, perfect. Okay, yeah. I, th- I thought they were fun. Like honestly, I thought across the board, all of these like kind of side characters, it, it felt like a less involved clue. You know what I mean? Like it was just absolutely. It was like if you don't want to watch Knives Out, if you don't want to dive into this big deep who done it murder mystery whatever, right? This is yeah. more just like a get some popcorn, chill with a friend, and like watch some talented actors and actresses, like have a good time on screen. I, I can't find who it is played by because I actually don't see him here in the basically this movie's version of the stoner. Okay, yeah. Uh, I, I can't remember his name. I think it might have been Marcus. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he, he was absolutely my favorite. I think he actually <laughs> made a lot of the comedy work in this movie. And then the um, like the sounds the soundtrack was really good too. I thought like the this the ambient sounds, the werewolf noises. I thought that, that was all good. Um, not yeah, a lot absolutely. of stingers, which I was appreciative of. And then like there's like some '90s songs that pop up here and there that make my heart very happy. And yeah, I I I would say audio is probably where this film is at its best great acting great soundtrack great editing just just fun all the way across the board oh yeah i know i i 100 agree i don't think you're going to i mean you you whoever is listening to this might but i wasn't able to find like a bad performance in this movie no. whatsoever Nope. so all right and finally is how scary slash funny because this is a horror comedy yep um much different than like because we have done Shaun of the dead we have done um tucker and dale versus evil we have done a lot of horror comedies in the past right in those ones there's a lot of horror elements like yes Yes. it is very comedic and funny but they all have these horror elements that make it yeah grounded in the genre it's trying to be in this movie and again, I was kind of taken aback. I, I I thought it was a straight horror film. I did not look yeah. into it at all when Justin and I got a hold of it. Um, this is a comedy. Oh, absolutely! With like, like a very light dusting of horror on it. So yeah. <laughs> if you're going in this to try to be scared or to try to be caught off guard or try to be grossed out or anything like that. I would say listeners of this podcast would be mistaken. However, the comedic stuff, I told you, I told the audience, people talk listening to us, some of the political criticism caricatures might rub some people the wrong way. But I thought they did a good job of like kind of poking at everybody. Yeah. And also punching up and not punching down, which I'm appreciative of. Um, I just don't think this would even be like in the same realm as a Tucker and Dale or a Shaun of the Dead. I would agree to a point because okay. I, I think I think I might have enjoyed the comedy a little bit more in this movie than you did um, just by how how you sound. I think, I think you did as well. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, because I basically sat and watched this uh, eating a giant bowl of popcorn and I had a blast. Um, I think a lot of the comedy works for like that specific turn off your mind. You don't got to think about it. Just you're there to have a good time. I'd agree with that. It's a very nice popcorn flick. Yeah. And, and I, I think that. I will that say once it, it started, it was a lot more funny than I was prepared to give it credit for. When oh. it started, I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> what is this? I, and then the cast started being revealed, <laughs> and I, I did become less nervous. But when it started, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, before I watched this, I was like, all right, this is going to be our, our like a a a movie that we Mr. watched. Rogers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, I was like, oh, God, this is going to be so bad. Like, I was ready for just 90 minutes of misery, basically. And I was yeah. like, I was uh, delighted. <laughs> I watched it twice. I've had a very busy week, but I gave myself time to watch it twice. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think that says a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So do you want to recommend, Justin, that our audience watch it immediately? Watch it when they can or skip it? I'm going to say I would watch it immediately, but with okay. an addendum. Okay. I would watch this immediately with a group of friends. Okay. Like, even if that means waiting for it to come out on VOD, uh-huh. I would wait, you know, like, but when you can, get a chance. Like, the first chance you get, get some people together and watch this and then just have a fun, have fun. Basically. So I actually have a similar but different approach than you. Okay. My initial reaction would be to watch this when you can. Like, if it comes on Netflix streaming or on Amazon streaming, like, don't pay for it. Just watch it if it comes available. But if you are lucky enough to have a theater near you where you can go on a date night and watch this movie in a theater, yeah, I would say do that this weekend. And I mean yeah. that. Well, that, yeah. It is so a, it's similar to what you're saying, right? It's like, yeah. for me, I say like going with Devin, sitting in a theater, a big bowl of popcorn, a soda, some M&Ms, and just like laughing and watching. I think that would be nice. Whereas I, we had a conversation before with Tammy the T-Rex or whatever. It's like when I have access to all these streaming services, all these curated sites, and like I'm pissing away 90 minutes or paying money to piss away 90 minutes, it's frustrating. But... So that's why I was thinking, if you can watch it for free, I definitely would just watch it whenever you got a chance to. But if you can go on a date night, I think this is fun. I thought it was a really well-acted movie with a decent whodunit plot. And it was funny. Which And I think I think it was more funny than it really deserved to be. So it was awesome. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's weird that it's probably one of my more favorite video game adaptations, kind of, in a way. <laughs> well, that's, that's so funny you say that because I... I think people wouldn't even have known if you didn't know that because it, it didn't yeah. feel like oh, so absolutely. many video game adaptations are trying to like wink at the audience and throw in cameos and references. And it's yeah. like, come on, like you can, you can do this without doing that. It's one of the reasons why I like the first resident evil movie so much is because obviously it's set within the umbrella universe and everything, but it's its own thing. It's not yeah. trying to bring Chris and Claire and Leon or whatever. It's not, it, it's its own entity, but it works well in that universe. Yeah. They start fucking up after the first movie, as we've discussed at length <laughs> last summer. But um, actually, 
that is something we're gonna have to talk about in the uh, when we get I to know. the closing. I yeah, we'll we'll save that teaser. So yeah, so Justin's uh, recommendation is to watch it immediately if you have friends available to do it, and mine is to just wait for it to come on streaming sites. But if you wanted to go on a date night and this movie is available to you, I bet this would be a lot more fun than Cruella, where they're trying to make us somehow like a woman who kills dogs to wear their coats. So, I haven't seen that movie, so I won't watch it. Like honestly, God, like like I love Emma Stone, but I'm tired of like everybody trying to be the Joker, and I don't want I don't want to feel sympathetic for a woman who kills dogs to make clothes. Sorry. Yeah, that's fair. That's like, fair. Like I, I don't care. I don't care to yeah. give you my time, Disney, for that journey. Like yeah. I'm, I'm I'm never going to get there with you. Yeah. Ever. Like, what fair. did what what did Pongo and Perina do? Besides being <laughs> cute little dogs, like go fuck yourself, Disney. We're not. I'm not going on this journey. That's a little tirade. Okay, so with that happy note, we're going to play a commercial from the member podcast of the Kaleidoscope. Before we do. Oh, I'm so sorry. I just want to say thank you for, of course. to Taylor and IFC Films and Ubisoft and Matthew uh, for kind of hooking us up. And uh, Yeah, this was yeah. very cool. Obviously, we've gotten a lot of stuff from Shudder and Sundance and stuff, but this was... This was different. This was a bigger movie that Justin was able to get his hands on. So thank I you to them. And I didn't realize how big of a movie it was going to be. <laughs> yeah. But no, like I said so. at the beginning, I'll say it again now. Like you took a shot and it worked out well. So thank you so much for doing it because this was this was you. No problem. I'm going to maybe take some more shots. <laughs> okay, perfect. All right. <laughs> so now we're going to go listen to a commercial from one of the member podcasts of the Kaleidoscope Media Network. And we're going to head on into the closing. Ghosts, split souls, monsters, sociopathic villains, cold-blooded murders, and nightmares becoming reality. Does this sound like horror to you? Actually, these are all things that can be found in the Harry Potter series. It can be scarier than you might think. I'm Katie. And I'm Audrey. And in our podcast, Wizard Studies, we talk about all these parts of the wizarding world and even some more lighthearted stuff. We can be found anywhere you listen to your podcasts and on Instagram and Facebook as Wizard Studies Podcast and Twitter as Wizard Studies. Now back to your regularly scheduled horror talk on Here's Johnny. All right, so some notes. Uh, mine and Rachel's first <laughs> Nick Cage podcast will be releasing over on the Zombie Girls Network on July 1st. Oh, nice. Nice, nice. We, we so that. what did you guys land with in a name? Uh, the Untitled Nick Cage Project. Okay. <laughs> we nice couldn't come up with one. We tried. <laughs> we couldn't do it. Uh, so that's coming out. We recorded that this week. It was a lot of fun. Um, definitely, I was, we were still kind of talked about it. it. It is the least involved podcast we have ever worked on. And we okay. intended to, it's more just like we watch movies and kind of sit and talk. Like no critical analysis, no deeper thought, just like, just chewing it, so that'll be a once a month thing. Justin hinted that there is a Resident Evil TV show, I believe. Resident Evil Infinite Darkness. It's coming out on Netflix uh Tuesday or sorry, Thursday the eighth of July. That soon? Yeah. That's the that's the show with the Black Wesker, the guy from the wire? No. No, 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 no. This is the animated show. Oh, oh, that stars oh, Leon oh, oh, Kennedy oh. and Claire Redfield. I want to have to get Netflix. There, they have so much stuff that I've been falling behind on. Um, 
You know what we should do? Honestly, we should do a What's patron that? special for it. Okay. Yeah, and it's one that we'll yeah. I don't record. know. I don't know like how long the show. Is. Either do I. I, don't, I. I just don't want to bog down the next season, which we have a tendency to do, where we start adding stuff and then <laughs> it just becomes a monster. Yep. So I really, really, really want to try this next season to not do that to the best okay. of our ability, which is why I planned it out the way I did. Um, <laughs> but I still think we should tackle that. So okay. Um. Next week, Dark Souls 3. Send us an email. We'd love to hear about you watching us suffer. I expect one from you, Matt Purcell. I know you listen every single week. So, the comma P, email us. Ooh, call, calling him out. He was there for Vort. So was Doug. <laughs> oh, Doug was there, eh? Oh, man. And I, I'm hoping I Steven sends him. one, too, since Steven was... Uh, I did summon one time, and Steven was my summon. Yes, 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 yes. Um, yeah, whatever it happens. Oh, I don't care. I would I would have I would have quit that day. If I didn't have someone to come in there and beat that, I would have quit that day. It honestly, I I think I don't I'm I'm I was sitting here trying to think about like what was going on cuz I really think you could have done it, but I think you were in your head too much. That happens a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I gathered. It happens a lot. <laughs> I get very fr- I get very 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 frustrated. Um so yeah, I don't have anything else, man. Do you? No, no, I don't. Well, that's totally fine. Like we meant, we intended this to be non-spoiler. We could have gone into more, yeah. but people can't see it. We'll be able to listen to the podcast, and hopefully they'll go watch the movie, which is kind of why Ubisoft gave it to us, right? So yeah, that... I'll include links to like the trailer and perfect. Oh, I should mention that it comes out in theaters in U.S. and Canada, uh, Friday, June twenty fifth. So. Uh, two days after you hear this yeah uh or it comes to vod on july 2nd yeah which is why we made the ultimate decision to yeah because i know we could have released it like this week but yeah i'd rather i'd rather uh, do it when people have actually had the chance to go see it absolutely all right well that's all we have this week guys so until next time stay scary The Here's Johnny podcast is brought to you by Larry and Justin. You can find the show on Twitter at Here's Johnny Cast, and you can find Larry at Beaver LA. You can find Justin at Pickle Thing, and you can email the show at Here's Johnny Podcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook at Here's Johnny Podcast. As always, in the show notes, you can find links to the Discord and to the website. We are also on Instagram at Here's Johnny underscore podcast. Also in the show notes, we'll have a link to the Twitch and YouTube channels. And if you would like to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Here's Johnny podcast. Every cent goes into the show. And yeah, we just really use it to make the show better. Again, I just want to say thank you very much to our patrons. You guys help make this possible. But yeah, Patreon is the way we support the show. We aren't looking to get rich. And like Justin said, every dollar, every cent, it all goes back in. There's some pretty cool tears, so head on and look at that. But until next week, see you guys later. Bye.